means a broader heart. They are not satisfied simply by his personal comfort. In political history also, you will find so many great leaders, they sacrifice their own comforts. In your country, there was George Washington. He <coughs> sacrificed so many. There were other leaders in every country, in political field, similarly in social field also. Even the political leaders, the Marks, they also, he was also compassionate by seeing the terrible condition of the Russian peasants. So he started that communist movement. That is the way the great men, they work for the general mass of people. That is their greatness. So Advaita Prabhu, when he found that people are simply engaged in eating, sleeping, and they are not they have no concern with Krishna. And when their life is being spoiled. So he wanted to start this Krishna consciousness movement. Say about six hundred years ago. But he considered himself as unable to take up this movement seriously because the condition of the people was so wretched, <coughs> he thought that if Krishna himself comes, then it can be done. Otherwise it is not possible. So Advaita Prabhu called Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by his call, he appeared, Krishna appeared. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was almost like grandson of Advaita Prabhu, but when he was a young man, <coughs> a very beautiful, beautiful youth, so at that time nobody knew, but Advaita Prabhu knew that he is Krishna, he has come. So he was simply, sometimes <coughs> devotees pretend to be not in knowledge, say, so you are paying Krishna, this boy is very nice. If he takes us this Krishna consciousness movement, then it will be very successful. He's very intelligent, beautiful. In this way, uh, <coughs> there was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's time, this Krishna consciousness movement was going nicely, very. And after him there were six Goswamins, they also managed. Then as it is the rule of this material world that you start something very good, but in due course of time the things deteriorate. So this Vaishnava, Krishna consciousness movement also deteriorated in due course of time. Say, after the disappearance of the Goswamins, about 250 years after, 
the things become most ridiculous. Uh, the so-called devotees, they are, they are representative still, they are continuing. They are called prakita sahaja. <coughs> prakita sahaja means taking things very easily. They thought that Radha Krishna is just like a boy and girl's lusty affairs. And in this way they took it. And oh, the sex life has religion. Even uh, Vivekananda, <coughs> he also criticized Vaishnavism is sex religion. So the things deteriorated in such a way. Then similarly, as Advaita Prabhu was afflicted, similarly, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he was at that time a householder, government officer, and magistrate. He felt very much, oh, Lord Chaitanya's movement is so. People, as soon as one will see that he belongs to the Chaitanya Sampradaya, he will derive these are all rascals simply taking some sex pleasure, that's all. There were thirteen pseudo-Vaiṣṇavas, thirteen sects. Aul, Baul, Kattavaja, Nara, Darve, Sai, Sahajiya, Sokiveki, Sai, Sai community. You have heard that in London there is a Sai community, Sai Hindu center. You have heard from Mukunda. The Sai is there still. So there are thirteen pseudo pretenders belonging to the Chaitanya Sampradaya. They are called first Aul, Baul, Kattavaja, Nara, Darve, Sai, Sakiveki, Gurangnarvi, Churadhari, Otibari, Smartha, Jadgosai, like that. Thirteen. So if I describe this thirteen, it will take thirteen hours. So I don't describe all them. But one or two. Oh, must be described. <coughs> the most important is the Jat Gonsai. <coughs> Jati Gonsai. They created a caste of Gonsai. Just like they created a caste of Brahmin, a caste of Gonsai. This Gonsai will come by hereditary birth. Just like Brahmin. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was very sorry to see the condition of the society. <coughs> this Goswami, the original history of Goswami is the six Goswami. Now, out of the six Goswami, none of them were priestly class. So far, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, they are great politicians. 
prime minister, a finance minister in the government of Nawab Hussain Shah. So, similarly, <coughs> Raghunath Das Goswami, he was a, he was a big jamindar. His father is in the jamindar means landholder. During British period, uh, no, at that time not British period, Mahmudian period, they distributed land among some, I think, uh, in, in the western countries, the Burguis they called, Burguis, or in England, the landholders, they, what they are called. Yes. So Jaminda, landholder. <coughs> so he belonged to a very big land. His father, his father and uncle, two brothers. So he was the only son. So naturally he was to inherit the whole property. And at that time it was twelve hundred thousand dollars income. Just see how much he was a rich man. When he used to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda in his youthhood, when he was 18 years, 20 years age, he was almost of the contemporary of Lord Chaitanya. He used to distribute gold to the Brahmins and Vaishnavas. Gold, so much gold. What is the price of so much gold? He used to distribute. He was a rich man, so he was doing like rich man. So that is the history of Raghunath Das Goswami, that is the history of Sanatana Goswami. None of them were belonging to the Vaishnava sect or nothing. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu turned them. This, this Sanatana Goswami and Rupa Goswami were rejected from the Brahmin community. Because at that time the Brahmin society was so strict. If somebody takes service of a Muslim or anyone, he is immediately exterminated. Oh, you cannot be accepted as a pure Brahmin Chhatri. According to Vedic system, the Brahmin Chhatri, Sudra, and Vaishya, they will not accept any service. Even it is worth uh, two hundred thousand worth dollars. No, that will not. That is, that is degradation. Only the sudras can accept. That was the basic system. To accept another service was so abominable. In the Bhagavata also it is stated that even the Brahmins, and Kshatriyas and Vaishyas, especially the Brahmins. They have no livelihood, then they can adopt the business of Kshatriya and Vaishya, but never accept the occupation of these dog, Sudra. That is instead to so accept service of others was so abominable. Even five hundred years ago. So these Gutnan, Sanatana Goswami, and Rupa Goswami, they are also belong to very rich family, but because they are accepted ministers in the government of a Mohammedan, they are rejected. They are exterminated from the society. 
What is the extermination of society? He will never be invited. Nobody will offer his daughter to their family because according to Vedic system, daughters and sons are not loitering in the street. The father and mother must engage. So if one is exterminated, it is very difficult to get his daughter married. Nobody will accept. That was the condition. Actually, they also became hopelessness. They became almost Mahavadyan. They changed their name, Dabir Khas. This is Mahavadyan name. And Shakar Mallik. It is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made them Goshani. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Thakur, he belonged to the Mahavadyan community. He was made Namacharya, the principal acharya of this chanting Hare Krishna. That is the revolutionary method of Chaitanya. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not liked by the hereditary brahmins. They dislike. Whenever there is Chaitanya movement, they pose another counter. This this Ramakrishna is a counteraction of Chaitanya. Because Chaitanya, the Vaishnava Sampradaya, accept Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as incarnation of God, so they presented this Gadadhar Chatterjee as incarnation of Krishna. And by worshipping Kali, you see. So this, this competition is since a very long time between the Vaishnava and the other sect. Anyway, uh, when this Goswami, that, uh, my point is that originally the Goswami came from ordinary person. There is no caste. But they manufactured a caste of Goswami. This Brahmin class. The Brahmin class, the hereditary Brahmin class, played so many havocs in the history of India. The Pakistan is also due to this hereditary Brahminism. They hated so much the Mohammedans and the Sudras. First of all, they hated the Sudras. And then, when the Sudras became Mohammedans, they hated the Mohammedans. And gradually developed that the so called Sudras and Mohammedans. Politically, the British has took advantage, agitated them. They cut off India and Pakistan and Hindustan. So there are many histories. It is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, he accepted everyone to this moment. So my Guru Maharaj's contribution is that he defeated this caste Goswami. He defeated this. Brahminism. He created that the same way as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did, that as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, that Kiva Sudra, Kiva Vipra, Nasikani, Noy, Jai Krishna Tattavetta, Sai Guru. There is no consideration that whether a man is a sannyasi, a Brahmin, or a Sudra, or a Dish, or a Grihastha, householder or no. Anyone 
who knows the science of Krishna. He is all that. He is Goswami. He is Brahman. That is the contribution in the, say within hundred years. That is the contribution there. And for this reason he had to face so many vehement protests from this Brahmin class Goswami. He they conspired to kill him. Gurmana has told me personally. Others, because by his grace, when I used to meet in alone, I used to talk so many things. Yes, so kind that he used to talk so many things with me. So he personally told me that these people, they wanted to kill me. They collected twenty-five thousand rupees and went to bribe the police officer in charge of that area, that you take these twenty-five thousand rupees, we shall do something against Bhaktisiddhānta Saraswati. You, you don't take any step. He could understand that they want to kill him. Just like in your country also, they call it Kennedy was killed. He wanted to kill. So the police officer frankly said, Of course, we accept bribe and we indulge in such things, but not for a sadhu, not for a saintly person. I cannot dare. And the police officer refused and came to my Guru Maharaj that you take care, this is the position. So vehemently protested. So his method of preaching is just according to the, strictly according to the rules and regulations of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was called by Advaita Prabhu, similarly Bhaktivinoda Thakur, when he saw uh, this condition of pseudo-Vaiṣṇava all over the country, he also prayed to Lord Chaitanya that you kindly uh, send somebody from your personal staff so that uh, I can start this movement. So, by the grace of Lord Chaitanya, as we pray, Sri Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namastri. Gaura is Matsi representation of Lord Chaitanya, and he appeared as the son of this Bhaktivinoda Thakur. At that time, he was known as. Kedanadat, Kendat, and he appeared in 1867 as the child of Thakur, and the house is still preserved in Jagannath Puri. At that time, Jagannath Puri, he was magistrate in Jagannath Puri, and 
he was the system, the Jagannath Puri, the manager, the official manager is the district magistrate. So he was district magistrate and uh, in February 1867, the uh, Saraswati appeared. And when he appeared, he is uh, this, what is called the intestine? The cord, cord. What is the cord? Embryo cord. That embryo cord was like this. Yeah. <laughs> that means uh, Brahmin from the beginning. <laughs> so, and when he was a child, uh, he appeared in February. Uh, then, uh, when the Ratajatra takes place in July. So, February, March, April, May, June, July. So, when he was six months old, the Ratajatra festival was held, and by chance the big car stopped in front of that house. That is generally the Jagannath car stops, just like our car also stops somewhere. And you have some difficulty to push it again. That's nice. That that also happens in Jagannath Puri. It will stop, and some people. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to push with his head. So that was wonderful. So anyway, the car stopped, and the mother of our Guru Maharaj. The child, Guru Maharaj, so he took. She took the opportunity, and uh, because she was mani- manager's wife, so everyone respected with the child. Uh, so she put the child on the leg of Jagannath, and as there are so many garlands, one garland immediately fell on the child. Yes, automatically. So in this way, Bhaktivinoda Thakur could understand that this child is not ordinary child. And he knew that I prayed to Gaurasundha to send me somebody. So this boy, this child is sent by him. So he took care of him very carefully. And in this way, his name was Vimala Prasad. Vimala Prasad Dat. So, <clears throat> when he was uh, three years or four years old, he took one mango from the deity room and ate it. So Bhaktivedanta said, Oh, you have done a great wrong thing. Uh, you have taken the mango of the deity before offering him. Uh, it is a great offense. The child took it very seriously. And my Guru Maharaj never took mango throughout his whole life. 
Whenever mango was offered, he would say, Oh, I am offended, I cannot talk. So hmm. there was a big meeting. Huh? What is this sound? <laughs> Somebody sleeping? All right. In Mindapur district, when he was a young man, he was holding meeting. He's a, he was a great astrologer, and he opened an astrological school when he was a young man. And there are many big students still practicing. They are all students of my Guru Maharaj. And there was a meeting in Midnapur district. Uh, the subject matter was Brahmins and Vaishnavas. So in that meeting, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was invited. At that time he was not uh, very in healthy condition, indisposed. So he asked Saraswati Thakur that he would go and speak there. So he spoke uh, the distinction between Brahmins and Vaishnavas. He debated so many learned pandits. Uh, then the whole uh, audience began to take, uh, touch his lotus feet and uh, touch with water and drink it. In this way. When he was young man, that book is also available in Bengali, Brahmin Vishnu. Oh, then. After disappearance of Bhaktivinoda Thakur in 1914, Bhaktivinoda Thakur organized this Krishna Chaitanya movement in pure form from Mayapur. He published many books and papers, Sajjantasani, and he passed away in 1914. At that time, he interested the matter to Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, that I am going, uh, my work unfinished about this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, you take charge of it. So, so you took very seriously the word of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So since 1914 to 18, uh, he was simply thinking that how I can uh, expand this movement. So in 1918 he uh, started this movement with the help of some uh, disciples. Krishna sent him. Uh, so one of the disciples uh, is now Tirtha Maharaj Parasivis. He belonged to Ramakrishna Mission Society. So he is very ambitious. So he took the opportunity of starting this movement, and finding out the saintly person. So apart from that point of view, so with his help, this. Gauri mission was started. 
and gradually develop. So in Calcutta, uh, he, Guru Maharaj started in 1918, and I think in 1922, uh, when I was young man, one of my friends, he took me uh, to Guru Maharaj. Uh, that was my first meeting. And uh, of course he was speaking to everyone, but he found me uh, something. So immediately after my meeting he said this, that, uh, yeah, oh, why don't you preach this Chaitanya cult in the Western countries? That is a memorable day. Of course I did not no, that will have to do it. It is stop. Uh, whatever you are, do not understand, you last later on, not in the middle. Uh, I I could not understand that time. You see, it was I talked with him in so many ways. Uh, we'll hear your Chaitanya's message. We are dependent country. That time I was. Gandhi's devote. In 1920, I gave up my educational career and joined this Congress movement because Gandhi's program was to boycott the university education and the British law court. So we took this opportunity and gave up education. And <laughs> so then Dr. Bose, he was my father's friend, and so he asked oh, what is our wife doing. And so my sister tell her, no, he has, he has appeared in the BA examination, but he's not doing anything. So. Dr. Bose was my father's friend, so he appointed me the manager of his laboratory. I did not know anything, still he appointed me. So he, that was in 1921. In 1920 I gave up my education. Of course I was so in 1922, when I saw my Guru Maharaj and when I was convinced about his argument and mode of presentation, I was so much struck with wonder that I could understand that here is the proper person who can give a real religious idea. That I appreciate at that time. And at that time I thought this great personality is asking me to preach. I would have immediately joined, but now I'm married. It will be injustice. Of course I thought like that in that way. Of course Guru Maharaj did not say anything that you give up your family life. No, never said. He simply gave the idea. Uh, 
So I thought that it would have been better if I was not married. Anyway, then 1923 I left Calcutta on my business and I established my headquarters at Allahabad. So all the days I was thinking of this. Oh, I saw a very nice, scientific person. But I am now off from Calcutta. So I was thinking like that. Practically he initiated me because I was thinking always. Mm. Then in 1928 there was a big fair which is called Kumbh Mela. At that time I was doing business and my business was very flourishing. It is well known, drag song. So uh, the persons who went to organize our Gauriamot's camp in that fair, Somebody has told that uh, here is a Bengali gentleman's business. You can go and he's very uh, religious man. He'll help. So all the disciples of Guru Maharaj, they approached uh, my shop, uh, my store, drug store. And I was, because I was thinking of them, so I thought, oh, here is the man. I was very glad that they have come again because I was separated from them in 1923 and again I saw them in 1928 after five years and I was thinking of Guru Maharaj. Simply in this I met a very nice, saintly person, very nice, saintly person. If I can see him again like that. So, in this way, with my help, uh, the Alava Center of Gauriya Mart was established. Uh, then uh, I was initiated in 1933, uh, in 1933. And in 1936, uh, I was at that time in Bombay, and Guru Maharaj was very much indisposed uh, in he was at Puri, Jagannath Puri. We have got our uh, temple there. Guru Maharaj established uh, 64 temples, small and big. Uh, just like I am increasing, he increased. So most of the temples were in Bengal. In Bengal there were about 50 out of 64. And one temple was at Allahabad, one was in Madras. In this way, outside Bengal, about three, four, one Benaras. And he sent Bun Maharaj also in 1933 to London for preaching. But unfortunately, somehow or other, he could not do anything. Uh, so Guru Maharaj called him back in 1934. Uh, he was not satisfied and sent another God brother, Goswami. 
you can say that is my qualification. I believed seven percent in his word. So whatever success is there, it is just due to my firm faith in his instruction. So I am trying to follow, and by his grace, you are. Helping me, so and actually the responsibility will now uh, depend on you. I am also old man. I may pass away any moment. This moment uh, should go on. You see, this good moment started by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then accelerated by. Goswamis, and then again, and Vishnath Chakravarti, and when, just like whenever there is jada jada hai dhanmasaglani bhavati, when there is some slowness, and either Krishna himself or some representative comes to give it a push, so you should know it that this moment should be pushed on. This should not be neglected. And I am glad that you are catching the ideas very nicely. And try simple thing. You chant sincerely and follow the rules and regulation. The rules and regulation are very not very strict. They are very simple. But because you are trained in a different way, but I am so pleased and obliged to you that you have adopted. I never expected. When I came first in Boston, I was thinking, oh, we'll accept these Vaishnava rules and regulations. These people are after me, so and wine, and illicit sex, and how they will accept it. And I was hopeless, and how they will chant, you see. So, but, uh, by the grace of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at least I am hopeful that this movement can be accepted by anyone. It is not so hopeless as I thought. But apart from my calculation, you are realizing this movement should be pushed on. Just like great souls always think of the poor souls, similarly you should also feel. That is the way. Lord Jesus Christ, He also felt for the sinful persons. So this is very good. If we struggle hard to push this moment, then even we don't get any follower, Krishna will be satisfied. And our business is to satisfy Krishna. That is bhakti. Rishikena rishikesa sevanam bhakti ruchyate. Bhakti means one has to engage his all senses for the satisfaction. The material life means sense satisfaction for itself. I like this. I like this. I want to do something. I want to sing something, or chant something, eat something, or touch something, or taste something. 
This is something when that means using the senses. That is the material life. I want to touch such soft skin. I want to taste such uh, what is called nice food. I want to smell like this. I want to walk like this. The same thing, walking, tasting, touching, or anything, should we utilize for Krishna. That's all. Instead of touching something else, if we touch the sanctified lotus feet of a devotee, the touch will be utilized. Instead of eating nonsense, if we eat Krishna prasadam, it will be all right. Instead of smelling something else, if we smell the flowers offered to Krishna. So nothing is stopped. If you want to use our uh, sex life, yes, it can be used for producing Krishna conscious children. Nothing is stopped. Simply it is purified. That's this is the whole world. There is no question of stop this. Stop cannot be. How it can be stopped? Suppose I, I, am, I am a human being. If somebody says, oh, you cannot eat, is it possible? I must eat. So there is no question of stopping. The question is purifying. So the other philosophy is uh, to I mean to say, snap down, force it, make it void, just like they say, just become desireless, the advocate. How can I be desireless? Desire must be there. But I shall desire for Krishna. So this is very nice process. And in uh, others do not take it very seriously or they do not come to our philosophy. If you try for it, uh, that is your business. Krishna will be satisfied. Our acharyas will be satisfied. Guru Maharaj will be satisfied. And just sub prasada If they are satisfied, then your business is finished. Not that others is satisfied or not. By your chanting, some public is satisfied. Oh, no, you know, we are not concerned with that. He may be satisfied or not satisfied. But if I chant in the proper way, then my predecessor, the acharya, will be satisfied. That is my business. If I don't invent in my own way, I am very glad that Krishna has sent so many nice boys and girls to help me uh, be blessed in, on this auspicious day. Uh, and uh, there is nothing mine. I am simply a postal peon. I am delivering to you what I have heard from my Guru Maharaj. And simply you also act in the same way and you will be happy and the world will be happy and Krishna will be happy everything.